Hello and welcome to Sacred Heart Radio. I'm Father Michael Delcom, pastor of our community, and I'm grateful you've joined us today. Before we dive into today's message, I want to thank you for your support. At Sacred Heart, we're super excited about our mission to encounter Jesus and become missionary disciples. None of this would be possible without the incredible generosity and dedication of our supporters like yourself. Whether it's through prayer, time, or financial contributions, you allowed us to carry out our mission and touch the lives of countless individuals. If our ministry has helped you along the way, either with this podcast or with our online streaming, please consider financially partnering with us if you're not doing so already. We want to continue our virtual presence in an ever-challenging world, and your support allows us to do that. You can visit shbrusar.org and click the Give button. There you can find ways to support and partner with us on our mission. Another way to support us in our mission is just to share this content with others. Again, on behalf of our team, thank you for listening today. Let's get to today's content as we grow together. So I've been a priest for uh, 18 years. It's been a wonderful journey. Um, I remember discerning the priesthood and thinking about this life and thinking about the adventures of walking with Jesus and really um, allowing him to perform beautiful things and miracles through my hands and uh, just being at the front row seat of some beautiful things, and he's given me some incredible experiences, intimate experiences of God. He's shown me his deep love for me. He's shown me that, that he is enough for me. But there are times where uh, just the priesthood, just the day-to-day, perhaps you can label it maybe monotony or just grind or just, you know, sometimes it just feels like I'm just showing up. Fake it till you make it. Make sure you smile. Make sure at least they have a good experience of God, even though inside I'm just like, man, this is just one thing after another, right? The, the days are not always fun. The days are not always enjoyable. The days are not always exciting. Sometimes I, I lose perspective. I get so kind of caught up in the weeds of the day-to-day that sometimes I wonder, I even have these thoughts like, what in the world did I do? Like, did I think this out? Did, did, I, did, I, did I see? For, is this my life? I kind of lose perspective, and maybe sometimes I kind of have a little pity party. I kind of feel sorry for myself. Do they even know how much I do? Do they even care how much I sacrifice? I don't know if you've ever had those thoughts as a married person. Maybe a young married couple, maybe uh, you had dreams and visions and excitement about what married life was going to be, and now you have your second baby, you're actually at mass with your second or third baby, and you're thinking every once in a while, what did I do? What were we thinking? Like, this is not what I had planned, and maybe sometimes we can just get so consumed in the moment and so um, absorbed in just the difficulty that life often is, we can, we can lose perspective of maybe the one time where life was clear, it was going to be beautiful. It was going to be a wonderful adventure. Perspective is often what kind of keeps us going, what kind of keeps us focused, what kind of keeps us propelled forward. Unfortunately, when we lose perspective, sometimes we, we, um, we create motivation in our life, right? We create these um, false motivations or true motivations. Sometimes that's when we get involved in exercise or that's when we take up a cause or that's when we decide to run the marathon that 
please God, we only do one time, right? Sometimes we do like crazy things just to get us excited about the day. Well, today in our gospel, uh, Jesus knew his disciples really well. He knew the, the path he was about to enter into for the next three years. He knew that it was not going to be an easy one. In fact, his disciples would look at him and they would watch him and they would see from the worldly perspective what was going to be probably failure. Jesus was about to enter into his public ministry and he was about to uh, be ridiculed, misunderstood, scorned, spit at, rejected by those who were, for all intents and purposes, the important people. And they were going to be associated with Jesus. Therefore, they were going to be rejected. They were going to be ridiculed. They were going to be questioned. And Jesus knew actually once he would die that his closest disciples, the three people he was bringing up on the mountain, Peter, James, and John, in fact, two of them would die. They would be killed a very similar way like Jesus was. Their life was not going to be easy. So what Jesus is doing today is he's taking them up a mountain, which is a very symbolic um, gesture in the Old Testament. When people would go up on a mountain, right? If you remember, Moses went up the mountain to get the Ten Commandments, right? To go up the mountain was like to, um, it was a symbol of an encounter with God. God's presence often was at the top of a mountain. Jesus goes up the mountain and reveals himself to his disciples. In other words, he lets who he really is be exposed to them. He is transfigured before them. He changes figure. They were able to see he was bright white. His glory shone through his humanity and they were able to see him for the God that he is. And there were two witnesses there, Moses and Elijah, to confirm that Jesus really was the one that all of the Old Testament was looking forward to. This was him. Now you can imagine for Peter, James, and John, this was an incredible moment. Maybe you have had some of these moments in your life. Um, spiritual friends of mine, we call these um, forever grace moments. In other words, these moments in our life where they, where God is just so clearly alive, where God is so clearly real, where I knew who I was and I knew who God was and everything just was in proper perspective. This was a moment for them. Maybe you've had that moment. Maybe it was a retreat. Maybe it was um, in your prayer. Maybe it was just something that happened. Maybe a death of a family member and you're at a deathbed and just God's reality was so clear in your life. These moments are very important for us. Because what was going to happen is they were going to go back down the mountain and they were going to enter into public ministry and it was going to be difficult and it was going to be tough. And just like us, Peter, James, and John, they probably had moments where they lost perspective. They were just in the trenches. They were just in the difficult times. And I'm sure at some point they asked, what? what are we doing? Like, did we really leave everything? Did we leave our family? Did we leave our friends? Did we leave our job? We left everything to follow this man to be rejected, to be beaten, to be scourged, to be ostracized? Like, I'm sure at some point, perhaps they started to feel sorry for themselves. They're human. 
It's in those moments where God invites us to remember perspective. That the difficult moments, the pain, the suffering, the ache, the abuse, the, the divorce, the, the, the hurtful moments in our life that sometimes can try to drag us into losing perspective, it's important that we remember that these moments are just a moment that we are going through. They are not the whole picture. Like Jesus brought him up a mountain because at the top of a mountain, we get perspective. We are able to see the whole horizon of everything around us. And in a spiritual way, in those moments, we're able to see a proper perspective and horizon of our life. That Jesus is God and Lord of the universe. And he has conquered sin and death. He's conquered the most difficult moments of our life. He is there and they do not define us. We won't stay in the difficulty all of our life, especially for those of you who are sick, maybe physically. Uh, we experience this maybe ourselves or other loved ones with cancer or maybe loss of a child. Those moments are difficult and those moments can just tend to want to absorb us. Please, God, we have faithful people around us that help us have proper perspective. This is not the end. This is not your entire life. This is just one page, one chapter, but it's not the whole story. St. Paul tried to, to explain this to, to the early Christians in his book to the Romans. This is Romans chapter 8, verse 35. As people were being persecuted, as they were experiencing difficulty of becoming a Christian and being a Christian in the world, he says this. Okay, let's, let's think a proper perspective, right? Who will separate us from the love of Christ? Will anguish or distress or persecution or famine or nakedness or peril or the sword? These are all things they were facing. These are all things that could possibly help them lose perspective. What will separate us from Christ? He even said, for our sake, we are being slain every day. We are looked upon as sheep to be slaughtered. The, the worldly perspective was that Christians were foolish. They were giving their life for some man, some prophet. But this is what Paul says. No, in all these things, we conquer overwhelmingly through him who loved us. For I am convinced that neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor principalities, nor present things, nor future things, nor powers, nor height, nor depth, nor any other creature will be able to separate us from the love of God in Christ Jesus. Jesus took his closest disciples and he gave them a moment so that they could have surety, so they could have clarity, so they could have a source of strength in times of difficulty to remind themselves that this is only a passing struggle. It's only a passing suffering. And in our life, if you are seriously following Jesus, you will have sufferings. You will have difficulties. You will have moments in your life where your faith is tested. And Jesus gave this moment to Peter, James, and John to strengthen them in times of difficulty, to remember and to remind them that God is Lord of heaven and earth. He is who he says he is. Hopefully, please God, you've had a moment like that in your life. Maybe you've had several moments like that where you turn to for strength. That's the... That's why I pray, I don't know about you, but 
That's why I pray. I pray to help God give me perspective. I go to pray and I have all these things on my mind, all of these heavy burdens, all of these uh, thoughts and often sometimes lies in my head that can overwhelm me, that can say, what am I doing? And I go before the Lord and I allow his perspective, his point of view, like the word of God to influence me, to remind me of who I am and who he is and what I'm about and that my life has a horizon and a purpose and a perspective that is so much greater than maybe the difficulty that I'm going through. And that helps me get through the difficulties. It's been often said, sometimes life may feel like Friday, Good Friday, but Easter Sunday is coming, right? In the difficulties of our life, I would just invite you to maybe pray with today's gospel, the transfiguration when Jesus reveals himself and perhaps ask yourself, have I had a transfiguration moment in my life? Just a moment where Jesus revealed himself to you and you knew without a doubt. And if you haven't, if your life is just filled with doubt and struggle, maybe pray, ask the Holy Spirit, Lord, just please reveal yourself to me. In a big and a subtle way, just help me see you like you revealed yourself to the disciples today so that I can have something to hold on to so that I can know without a shadow of a doubt, even in the midst of difficulties, that you are God and I can have perspective and not lose it. Let's pray for each other on this journey. Perhaps this mass we can remember maybe a transfiguration moment in our own life. And we can thank God for that moment of strength that carries us through the difficult times. Amen.